Welcome back to another day of trading on Dynasty Wall Street, where every week we take three players and react to their value using the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Now, let's go down to the floor with our traders, Russ Fisher, John Bosch, and Kane Fussell. Welcome back, everybody, to another day of trading on the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. Russ, John, Kane, back after a just beautiful summer break pretty much. And we are going to hopefully keep it going, going forward, but we are, you know what? Season's ready. Season's here. We're just going to jump right in. Kane is here with a quarterback. Kane, who are we talking about today? Uh, I feel like this is one of those guys um, that's a bit weird um, because he technically is a top 12 quarterback, question mark, but also uh, doesn't feel like he is. And that's Dak Prescott. Uh, he feels really like he's like, just wait, on the like verge of, of technically a quarterback. But well, you want some Taysom, Taysom Hill time? But I either that I'll or that guy on the Patriots now. that everyone was excited about that they ended up cutting. You know, well, whoever. Uh, All right, so let's talk Dak Prescott. Um, so, you know, his value um, is thirty six point two in the calculator, which um, the most fair trade for picks is a 24 first and a 25 first and um, those being calculated as mid firsts gets you almost even seems that's fair um i would give that if i you know i mean you're getting a, a solid starting quarterback doesn't have the upside of a patrick mahomes but doesn't have the downside of let's say matt stafford or something like that um yeah, I mean that's that seems fair. If I especially if I'm competing, and Dak Prescott makes my mid 24 and 25 firsts look a whole lot better to me, and they become late because I make the playoffs and I make a run because I have an actual good second quarterback on my roster. I don't want him as my QB one, but if I'm paying that price, I'm assuming it's because I want to add him as my QB two, and that seems perfectly fair, and I would give that for him. Yeah, I'm with John. Like, that makes perfect sense to do. And, like, I'll even one-up what John said, though. Like, he doesn't, like, the downside of Matt Stafford, he doesn't have the downside of people valued above him. You know, <laughs> age doesn't matter as much as people wanted to for quarterback. And, yeah, Mike McCarthy calling plays is scary and blah, blah, blah. But Dak is still good, and he still has very good wide receivers. I'm not really worried. And... In most cases, I'm also with John saying I don't want him as my QB one, but there's also some team builds where if it's one of those where my QBs are bad, but the rest of my team is very good, I'm completely happy with him being my QB one. But yeah, 24 mid to late 24 first and 25 first seems almost like an easy give to get someone like Dak. No, and I'm, I'm with you. And what's, what, what's weird is if we look at like the top 17 quarterbacks Dak is actually the oldest one in the calculator at 30 years old. Yep. Um, then obviously at 18, you get Kirk cousins, 19 Aaron Rod. So things definitely move down after that with age. Um, but yeah, he's the, he's the oldest one at 30 years old in the top 17 of the calculator, which is kind of why I wanted to talk about him because right around him um, is obviously all the young guys. Uh, which kind of makes sense. So our list today is um, all three first-round rookie quarterbacks, which is fun. Um, Dak Prescott and Kyler Murray. So you have Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, 
Dak Prescott, and Kyler Murray. See, now so, for sure, you gotta give John. Kyler just doesn't belong on this list. Yeah. He just doesn't belong in this yeah, list. I know. But like you also you you can't give John Young and old. I purposely like I I put my list together so it's like only these specific kinds of players because like well if you're rebuilding and especially now like if you don't but, want points you really don't want points. It's not like in the non-point scoring season where it's like you can move them but the value is this. Now it's like no, you don't want points. Um I mean, the, the back is that in between he's not old, that, old but he's young. Not yeah. young young. <laughs> He's in, he's in the middle. Okay. The so, problem, right, is if we try to do just the old ones, it's like Dak and Kirk and Aaron yeah. Rodgers, and no one wants to do that list of three, right? So I, I I don't know how to do it. At least, like, Kyler Murray's 26, so that's kind of close, but he's also he's hurt. I don't know. All right. So I think now this is difficult because am I doing it who I want on my team or who do I want for value? I think I'm doing this who I want on my team since we're in the point scoring season. So I'm going to go Dak Prescott one. What? I, I'm not ready to put Anthony Richardson first yet, but honestly two games and it'll switch, but I'm going to put Dak, Anthony Richardson, and then young Stroud and then Kyler. Yeah. So Kyler was the easiest to rank on this. He's five. Uh, Richardson was my second easiest to rank. He's number one on my list. I get it. I'm just two, three, I... four, kind of this in between thing. Um, where you do have to weigh how much will Dak outscore the other ones this year? If I'm going for points this year, I don't think it's gonna be a terribly lot. Uh, it'll probably be some like Dak probably finishes ahead of them in overall like scoring this year. Not I mean, enough for me to give that biggest discount. So I went Bryce Young two, CJ Stroud three, Dak Prescott four, Kyler off the list. Well, what's what's your definition of not a lot? Like if it's like four points per game, are you sad about it? Or is that enough that you just keep the youth? Yeah, it, I was thinking like four to five is where it's 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 probably like even it's probably two or three points a game. That's the, you know, and then it then I'm really on the youth side. Yeah, that's fair. If it's if it's six or seven points a game, I would be disappointed. I would be willing to give up Bryce Young or Dak Prescott if he's going to score me six or seven more points a game this year. I don't think he outscores him by that much. I think it's I think he probably does it by three, four, five points, like somewhere in that range. And that's just not enough for me to take the age difference. It's a huge age difference at this point. And all of them, Bryce Young, CJ Shroud. They, I mean, Anthony Richardson, I don't think he belongs on this list either, honestly, at this point. Not even close value-wise. Um, but C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, I don't, I don't believe they have any real challenge to their job. They, I think they're very secure for two or three years. They would have to be absolutely terrible for them to not be a starting quarterback in the NFL two or three years from now. What about you, Kane? My list is exactly the same as John's, but I actually have Kyler Murray on my list just at five. I thought, well, it was my list. I should probably rank them all. Yeah. No, I mean, we, we put Kyler there. We just automatically put him on the bottom without thinking about it. <laughs> right. I don't know what he would have to do to have his value come back. Like, 
it's going to be such an untrusted value, even if he does come back halfway through the season and play. But like, like if if he plays, he plays well and the team wins. If they take themselves out of the Caleb Williams, whatever, lottery, whatever, then I think people start trusting in the fact that it's Kyler and Kyler's team. I He's never been bad when he's been healthy. I mean, that that's... Yeah. That's the unfortunate part of our dislike for him. But it like is. I, I think everybody's already thinking. I mean, he's going to be an NFL quarterback. There's a lot of bad NFL quarterbacks yes. that he is better than. So he will have a starting job. It might not be with Arizona, which actually that might be better if he's out of that organization. That might honestly be better if he's not there. But he could end up being in an organization that's worse. Like maybe well, the Jets after they get, you know, Rodgers wins the Super Bowl and walks off. Whatever. I don't, I don't think they're – why are people picking them for the Super Bowl? Nonetheless. Because the Jets think they have a legendary defense yes. on their team this year. They, they, they well, said that. Well, let's say Aaron Rodgers walks away like, yeah, sure, like Kyler in New York would be really fun, and that would probably bump his value back up. But, but also – He's taking a fall. I, I'm not beyond the thinking that they do just shelf Kyler this entire year, go get Caleb Williams, then trade Kyler, in yeah. which case I remember Kane said at like the end of last season – you know, right as the non-point scoring season started, James like go, go go trade for Kyler. You'll lose next year, and then yep. you'll have Kyler and Kayla Williams on your team. Yep. And that's starting to be more and more of like in my head. That's more and more realistic as time goes on. Definitely looks looks possible. Yeah, which will be brilliant. And oh man, I know it's like one week into college football, but have you seen Caleb Williams already? <laughs> like he's, making Josh Allen throws while jumping out out of bounds. It's ridiculous. He is pretty good, apparently. In his defense, right. he did play twice. Oh, <laughs> fair. I, I only saw one game, so that's all that really matters to me. Okay, so let's let's move on to running backs where John is talking about a running back. But now that it's the point-scoring season, we might actually get good running backs out of John, I'm hoping. Well, yeah, we are about a month, a month and a half away from going when you should go to acquire running backs. So we're getting close. So we should start preparing now, I guess, right? It's no. well, you got to set lineups, John fine put a crappy running back in your lineup go get raheem Mostert. go get Deion jackson zach moss guess what it's week one and there's already like bottom of the barrel running backs that are going to be startable and fine that's why running back sucks that's why when a running back is good you should get rid of them immediately literally if Bijan comes out and week one has a good week like you should trade him for the farm speaking of jonathan taylor Let's talk. Uh, I was hoping Taylor. to avoid this. Nope, definitely not going to avoid it. I mean, we he's kind of got the biggest discussion at the running back position right now. Now that, you know, Saquon and Josh Jacobs, they're all, everybody's playing. Nobody's sitting out. All the talk of sitting out, never going to happen. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, though, is not playing the first four year, first four games. Perhaps longer than that. Maybe he's playing on a different team. Really uncertain situation on a team that seems destined to be run into the ground by a crazy person, whatever. Uh, so Jonathan Taylor comes in on the calculator at a 25.3. That is a mid first and second of 2024. I'm just going to ask you this, because this is going to be the offer that you're going to get for Jonathan Taylor. Somebody sends you, I'll give you my whole 2024 draft. Would you give that? Would you give Jonathan Taylor up for the whole 2024? You know that offer. My first, second, third, fourth. It looks like a lot. Really, just a first and a second. 
Yeah. But let's let's take it from the standpoint of you get that, that that email for Jonathan Taylor. Which way are you going, guys? Picks. Yeah, I mean that's the right answer, but like I have to believe Jonathan Taylor is playing at some point this season. Why? Jonathan Taylor. Why do you have to believe that? Because he has to be in control of it. Like, Six how are games. they not? How are the Colts not getting fined right now for putting a healthy player on the IR? He has to play six games, right? That's what it takes to accrue his year and move on. Six games. Do you think he played seven games this year? I don't know. Like, I hope so. Like, that's a hope. It's it's it. it the the correct answer is the picks, and it hurts my brain. Because he's still a young running back who is very, very good. And he will still be an aging running back next year who's still very, very good, who will be on a team that hopefully wants to have him on their team. So is paying what would be a mid-first and second right now that bad to have maybe to finish your season someone who can be an RB1 in points per game and then next year have a top five-ish running back? Like, that's not awful. Well, I know it yes, does not is bad whatsoever, John, but what was that, Kane? Here's here's why it's bad, Russ, is because Please. if you get the first and second in in two, three, four weeks, you can also trade that first and that second for a much different player that, you know, is actually going to hopefully start the whole season barring health. Right. Like if I instantly trade Jonathan Taylor away for a first and a second, I can also just trade a first for Derrick Henry. I can trade a first for Ramondre Stevenson. I can trade like, and and guess what? I netted a second and I don't have to deal with the headache of is Jonathan Taylor going to start this week? Is he going to trade it, be traded before the deadline? Where's he going to be next year? I don't have to worry about any of that stuff um, because I'm just trying to win this season. So if I can get rid of the headache, gain a second round pick, I'm going to take that. Okay, so question, and then we'll we'll move on to your list. Let's say you have a rebuilding team, you have a bunch of firsts. You have one that you that is mid that seems like a playoff. So you send a first and a second, you go get Jonathan Taylor. Week seven, Jonathan Taylor comes out, he's playing two weeks, he puts up 20 something points. Are you getting more than a first and a second for him then? Are you? No. I'm asking, I'm legitimately asking if that's like know. a good move for a rebuilding team. Like I if would have a hard time being if I was the contender giving away two firsts for him. I sure as hell am not giving away two firsts if I'm not contending in four or well, five yeah, weeks. Well, yeah, of course. It, so it's like, more of like, it, it, like a short-term flip. Like, Why wouldn't I just use one of the first to get a guy like Derrick Henry or Austin Eckler or somebody just for this year, and then I'm going to hold on to that first? Like, no, I'm just saying if you're a rebuilding team, if you're a rebuilding correct. team with a lot of firsts, would it be you worth it? You have to have somebody give you those two firsts. That's right. what I'm saying. I'm saying, do you think it's a possibility for that flip to gain you any value? That's a lot of risk. Oh, absolutely. I was just, again, legitimately asking if if you thought him coming back and looking like Jonathan Taylor would boost the value from a first and a second. I think his value no, does and, go and up. Also, I want to be the, but I also want to be the first person to accrue a lot of the 24 picks. And so I don't want to give any away if I've already started doing that. Right. If, I've, if I'm already at the point where I have four first round picks in the 24 class, I'm not giving one up just to take a shot on accruing value there. I don't think it's worth it because at the same time that Jonathan Taylor's accruing value, the 24 firsts are also accruing value. So I, I just don't think it's worth it. I think, I think you're basically just risking way too much for a similar outcome. 
Okay. I think you basically, if you're willing to pay the first and second to have him as your 2024 running back, you can probably do that right now. You can probably do it a week from now, two weeks from now, three weeks from now, four weeks from now, five weeks from now, because they're on week five by. So you definitely don't have to do it now. Like if you're willing to do it, his value is not going to go up until he's back on the field. And even then it's going to be tough for whoever has Jonathan Taylor in your league to get two firsts for him at any point for the rest of his career, it's going to be tough to get two firsts for him. So even if that person in your league wants to get rid of him and says he's worth two firsts, there's a hard, it's going to be hard for them to get that. So maybe you can, maybe six or seven weeks from now, you have to pay a first and a second and Samaj AP, right? Uh, so some other, like, you know, a half value running back that's scoring points, something like that. Um, but I would just pay that then if needed, like why risk your first and second now? And then in six weeks, he's, he's back for a week and then he's out for, you know, another two weeks or something like that. Or he does come back and plays tentatively, let's call it. Uh, he's, he has that nagging hamstring and maybe doesn't take in as many snaps there. There's lots of ways this goes really, really bad. It's already bad in Indianapolis. There's lots of ways this goes worse, I should say. So uh, for me, he's pretty much an avoid at all costs at this point. Fair enough. All right. What's your list look like? So this is really hard. I have no idea what to do because I kind of feel like he's going to be on the bottom of almost every list. So I'm just going to go down the list and I want you guys to say Taylor or the running back. I'm curious where he slots in. I know it wasn't long ago where it was talk of who's the running back to in dynasty. Is it Jonathan Taylor? Is it Brees Hall? Is it Christian McCaffrey? So let's just go with it. Ready? Christian McCaffrey or Jonathan Taylor? McCaffrey. CMC. Okay. Brees Hall or, or Taylor? Hall. Saquon? <sighs> yes. I'm going to say Saquon out of my heart. I'm going to say Saquon because it's easy. Uh, Gibbs. Yeah. It's Gibbs. Yeah, it's Gibbs. He's playing. All right. So what about Josh Jacobs and Austin Eckler? This is where I kind of feel it's getting a little tighter. I Josh Jacobs, yes. Austin Eckler, no. If you're a contending team, I bet you I agree with you would think I bet you'd think hard uh, about giving up Jonathan Taylor for Austin Eckler in a week. I bet a week from now, if you're a contending team and you're watching him get a zero on your bench on Sunday, and Austin Eckler is scoring 20 something points. Oh, that's real close. It, it is. It, it absolutely is real close. And you're absolutely right. In a real world, when I am staring at a zero, I would probably do it and hate myself for it, except when I look at my scores. All right. I've got a couple more, uh, or a group here that I'm kind of curious just because they're a little bit younger. So they're not comparing to the old one guy rent one year rental guys. Maybe hopefully they're not ETN. Javante and Dobbins. It was easy that Taylor was way above them going, you know, back a few months. But now at this point, how close are they? I would need something on top of those guys. I would not one to one swap them. Second? You're not going to first on top of them. I I would need a first on top of Javante because he's not healthy either. Um, Dobbins, I would probably do Dobbins in a second just because, again, 
that that's me playing with my heart and not my brain. And I forgot the other player, Etienne. Etienne. Uh, Clemson player, but he's not a wide receiver. Mm, I, I don't think I do Etienne. All right. What about you, King? I would take ETN over Jonathan Taylor. Um, and then I would take Jonathan Taylor over the other two. What kind of pick would you need to get from the other two? Like tail like Taylor equals uh Dobbins plus what? Twos. Two on Twos both. For of each them. Other. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. And if this goes really badly this year, it's gonna be Taylor's Taylor's gonna be in that, oh, he's worth the first, and that's it. How many Kane, how many good running backs do we have that are going to be top of the first in this coming draft? A lot. Uh, you have Raheem Sanders out of Arkansas, Trevion Henderson out of Ohio State, Quint, uh, Braylon Allen out of Wisconsin, uh, Jonathan Edwards out of Michigan, Blake Corum out of Michigan. Um, there's one that I'm missing here. Will Shipley. Rocket. Uh, Trey Benson out of Florida State. Isn't there a guy with the that with the nickname Rocket? Notre Dame, maybe. Yeah, that's Raheem Sanders. Oh, is it He's Sanders? Okay. Yep. Rocket Sanders. Never mind. I'm thinking of a different player then. All right. Then so back. We already move on to next year's. Yeah. They're already better. Oh, poor Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> poor Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> wow. All right. That that might change a lot of my answers. This okay. Is, this is why I'm not kidding when I say when Bijan has some good games. That is going to, if you can get the farm, take the farm. Because a year or two from now, we're going to look at it and go, God, Bijan Robinson, man. It happened to Saquon. It happened to Jonathan Taylor. It just, they immediately lose value after that first year. There's no way around it. It sucks. It sucks. Especially if you can get like CMC plus, like where you're still getting all those points, but you get picks on top because where other players. First in this season, and you're competing or something like that. Good luck. Hmm. Yep. I I get it that he is super valuable, but so is Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. So was Saquon Barkley. And Saquon Barkley is again. So you you just be a little careful with what you're saying about Saquon. Ah, he's leave, leave it alone, John. Is again. <laughs> he's not as bad. Not as he, he has gained a little bit of value back. He's definitely not worth anywhere near what he was. No, no. At his peak. When he was the 101, of course not. All right. So wide receiver is a little bit of a similar situation, oh, but good position. We're, yes. We're we're getting rid of the youth altogether, but we're in if he to start the season. We're gonna talk about Cooper Cup because oh this one is rough because I know many, many, many people have traded for Cooper Cup waiting for the point scoring season because he is always way too cheap for the points he's gonna give you. And now we got the scary response out of Sean McVay of it's not when he's ready to play. It's when he's ready to perform when he will come back. Who knows what the hell that means? Hopefully it's just week one. (laughs) You know, hopefully it's this week. If not, hopefully it's next week. But who? So apparently you can just, if you don't want Jonathan Taylor, but you want to score points, go get Cooper Cup because they're worth the exact same thing. They're worth exactly a first and a second. Oh, Jeez, I don't want either. Hi, I'm, I'm John Bosch. My name is John Bosch. I had Cooper Cup on a lot of teams, refused to trade him away low, and in fact, added him to more in the offseason because yep. he was so cheap. Yep. Uh-oh. Yep. Uh-oh. 
Um, but like you said, it's week one. What's the big deal? By week three, he'll be back and scoring 30 points a week. God, I hope so. Um, <laughs> if I could get a first and a second, because I think there's probably places where I just traded it, traded like a first for him, like my 2024 first, and I added him. Mm-hmm. If I get that back at plus a second, yep, I'm just taking that refund. Yeah. Probably, there, there's, I, I am, I am exposed <laughs> to Cooper Cup to the point where there's some leagues where I'd probably just take a first form, uh, just to lessen my risk on what could happen for him this year. Uh, but I think I get, I think most of the places where I traded for him, it was just simply at first. So I would definitely trade him away for a first and a second in those leagues. Now I would not be giving a first and a second right now. Well, yeah. What about you, Kane? Always picks. <laughs> I'm a pick man. You're, you're a picks pick. one um, championship, but I think, you're exactly right. I think it's very close on, you know, if you have a really, really good team and I can just give a single first and get potentially get Cooper Cup from a team that just wants picks, I would happily do that. Because you probably have a good enough team where you can bide some time the first couple weeks. Because when he comes back, he's going to be good. And he he's going to come back at some point. Um, but it's tough. First and a second seems excessively expensive. He's never going to be worth more than yeah. that. He's never going to get to a first and two seconds value or two firsts value. Like he's never getting to that again. Well, so I, I feel like this is, value. this is constant with him where he's in the non-point scoring season worth kind of like a first, which means you have to give a first to get him. But once points start being scored, his value has to go up a little bit. So it goes to a first and a second. And it's going to be the exact same thing once the season starts. It's going to drop. It probably won't get back up next year. I mean, he's 30. Next year, he'll be 31. And I don't even think people would pay for the points the way they're supposed to. He's following the DeAndre Hopkins value trail of like, worth a first, worth a first, worth a first, worth a first, worth a first. Keenan Allen's been kind of the same way, kind of worth a first, worth a first, worth a first. At some point, these guys kind of fall off and it's like, well, they're not they're not worth a first anymore. So they're just going to be on whoever's roster. And yeah. Cooper Cup's going to be on all my rosters yep. <laughs> just until he's done because uh, I'm not going to take two seconds for him. I will just take the points I get. And I mean, that's the, the, kind of the pathway for a lot of wide receivers. Good wide receivers score points that are more, more than their value, but you're never going to get like an actual valuable trade for him. It's just not going to happen. People don't invest in it. So I would send, like, I would send my first for Cooper Cup on a competing team because. Yeah. Exactly like Kane said, your team is most likely good enough to be able to throw a wide receiver three level player and still get by. Even if you don't win every game, you lose a game, whatever, no big deal. Because week four, he comes back, he's in peak condition. And you have to assume if he's in peak condition, he's not going to re injure himself. Like you can't predict injuries, so don't bother trying. And then you have 28 points per game for the rest of the season. You know, it, it seems completely worth to what you want and expect to be the 112 yeah so uh, yeah but also like john said give me a first and a second and i'd very easily consider moving him especially because the point you could buy for a first and then still have a second or the point you could buy for a second and still have a first correct if i can go out and get deandre hopkins for that second like yeah another second like yep. yeah, Keenan Allen. Like those guys are get... set. Those guys are not worth first anymore. So it's yep. worth a shot. Yeah. So I'd rather have those guys and that first. All right, but my list is a little 
more valuable fun. than those guys. It is the old guys that are up towards the top of the rankings list. And it is Devontae Adams, Stefan Diggs, Tyreek Hill, and Cooper Cup. Oh, this is... Old guys who score points. Yeah, Cup comes in fourth on my list. He's one and two. Adams is third on my list. The one and two is off. Because Diggs, you know, if he had like a kumbaya offseason with the Bills and there wasn't this little weird, does he like the team and playing with Josh Allen thing going on? But there was that one video of him walking and talking with Josh Allen. So everything's fine, John. I, I mean, I ever. Even if things aren't fine, they should still be able to work together on a football field to both maximize their output. Like, you don't have to like people that you work with. I work with Russ all the time. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> like, I'm kidding, Russ. I'm kidding, Russ. I'm kidding, Russ. <laughs> so, no, no, no. I mean, like, and Diggs just is like the premier option up there. Yeah. Tyreek has to deal with Waddle, who is very, very good. And Josh Allen is better than Tua, even though I like Tua. So I'm going to put Diggs one. Diggs, Tyreek, Adams, Cup. That's my list. I was kidding. Uh, I, I have Tyreek Hill. I have Tyreek Hill, Diggs, Cooper Cup at three, and Adams at four. I think the just the points per game difference between what Cooper Cup and Adams are going to output this year, I think Cooper Cup leads that march in. Just sure he's not going to start for a couple weeks. Um and Cooper Cup has a better quarterback, I believe, than Adams does. My list is the same. It's as a question exactly is a right. question and a hope. If I knew when Cup was going to be back for sure, like if they said he's out for two weeks, I would probably have Cup above Adams. But the unknown of is it going to be two weeks? Is it going to be four? Is it going to be six? They haven't put him on the IR is only four weeks now. So, like, I think that's what everybody's basing on because he's not on that. So it's going to be less than that, right? Like, that seems to be the thinking. But uh, they could be just being optimistic and in two or three weeks from now regret having done that, not having done that. Maybe he's out for six. Like, oh, that's that seems like a lot. I'm not. I don't know. Like, to me, it sounds like if they win two, three games and they're like they're rolling, that they'll just bring him back anyway. He's healthy. Because <laughs> I do think he. I, I, it seems like if it was a tougher situation with a you know football man head coach, that he'd be playing because he's healthy. You know that that's really what it seems like. So I'm not that worried as you are, but I I get it. But I still, I, it's Garoppolo. Ugh. Like that, that's really the only reason I put Adams on the bottom, even though Adams is still clearly a freaking fantastic wide receiver. All right. Anything else before we go? That's a wrap. It's good to be back. It is good to be back. And we are going to close down the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. Russ Fisher, Dynasty Out of House, Kane Fassell at Debbie underscore Kane, John Bosch at John Bosch FF. I said that out of order, so I almost said John underscore Bosch. Um, but ring the bell. We're, we're out of here.